Great, good morning. It's Christmas Day. I hope you're um, excited about that for some reason. I hope you've got some reason to be happy. Uh, for those of you who are um, uh, careful and uh, um, have been watching, um, you may remember that I was actually speaking on Christmas Day last year. Now, for those of you who just turn up once a year to, to church, really welcome. Thanks for joining. Or if you're watching for the first time, I'm so glad you could. But just to reassure you, there are other preachers. If you want to come more than once a, once a year, there are others. Um, it, does get, uh, it does get better. Um, does anyone remember what I spoke about last year? It was Jesus. Great. It sounds like my plan is going to go well because you don't remember, so I can just do a repeat, and it saved me all sorts of hassle this week. So that's good. Actually, strangely, I talked about stable faith last year. Um, what happens in those, how do we end up here kind of moments, those manger moments where we end up thinking, how do we end up here? Little did I know what an unexpected year we would have. Well, I want to um, just remind us this morning that there is a lot that we can expect of a, of a God in an unexpected time who came in unexpected ways. Now, the other person you'll have listened to last year doing a Christmas message on Christmas Day is the Queen. So I'm in good company. Uh, I hope my talk's nearly as good as hers. Uh, you'll be looking forward to that. I've got another quiz question for you. I, I know you didn't have enough from earlier. So we've got a quiz question coming on the screen about the Queen. Um, the question is, Queen Elizabeth II was the first monarch since the Middle Ages who wasn't what? Hmm. Who wasn't what? The answer is, born in a palace or a castle. She was born in just some shabby house in Mayfair somewhere, I expect. It was Mayfair, I'm sure it wasn't shabby. Uh, but the reason she wasn't born in a palace or a castle was because she wasn't expected to be queen. At the time of her birth, she was probably third in line. Uh, if you don't know the story, uh, check Wikipedia or The Crown. Uh, or read some actual history. Um, <laughs> um, so she, she wasn't expected third in line, uh, and, and so actually the, the, the fact that she's been on the throne for 68 years is unexpected. It was unexpected from the beginning, from her very birth. And today we're celebrating a God who came to earth and was born in an unexpected place and unexpected ways. What an unexpected year. Who would have known? Who would have thought 12 months ago that Bill Bailey would have won Strictly Come Dancing? What are the chances of that? Who would have predicted that? Some people are happy about that. I know my dad is. Um, what, on a serious note, though, who could have imagined that we'd be talking about approaching 2 million deaths worldwide in this particular pandemic? There are lots of deaths happening all over the place, and there's perspective in lots of different ways and in some ways what we call unexpected is because we have the luxury of the expected in our country and perhaps in your circumstances lots that you can expect around income around health around so many different things but the rug has been taken out of our from underneath us this year and I want to present to you that there's some richness in that for all the hardship I don't know about what tier you're in or how many tiers you've been in I've been in a lot of tiers this Christmas and not the kind of geographical ones. It's been, I've had my mum here, she is emotional this, this weekend, and, and appropriately so. I hope she's not going to watch this online. Um, it's, so much of it feels close to the surface. Well, we are going to remind ourselves, as from the, the verse, that we have a mighty God, an everlasting Father, a Prince of Peace, and there's one more, and I've forgotten it, but we'll get to it in a moment. 
Wonderful Council, was that the one? Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Brilliant. Great. In a moment as well, I am going to share with you one of my favorite presents ever. Who's a big fan of Buzz Lightyear? Can we get a close-up of him? Look at him. He is so cool. Don't worry about it. Not quick, not quick enough. Not quick. Just a close-up. Can you get a close-up of him? Look how he flies. I used to work at the Disney store. I know. You didn't think I was cool enough, but I am. Brilliant. I wonder what's happened under the stress and the strain and the pressure and the changes and the adapting all the time. What does it look like for you this year that you've had to step up in your work environment, in hospital environments, in your home environments, in supporting your families? What's happened under the pressure? I'm going to look at a picture in a moment of a, a garden. If you remember two years ago, um, we had heat waves. I know that seems like a long time ago. We had heat waves. It's amazing to see loads of pictures emerging of what what was being revealed under the surface because this heat, these heat waves were revealing all sorts of ruined gardens, old gardens or actual um, uh, buildings that people didn't know were there because they actually, because of the heat, they were able to see some stuff that wasn't there. Well, I wonder if there's something of uh, an opportunity in this year. Is there stuff under the surface that is being revealed? Maybe it's good stuff. Maybe you found a really good rhythm around your practices uh, as we call them in our church, around the, the things that we do, the regular rhythms of prayer or, or connecting with God. Maybe you've been reminded so much that you need such an anchor in Him this year. But maybe it's also revealed some stuff that was already a problem. It was already there under the surface, and actually it's coming out a little bit more. Well, there is a God who is able and who is a strength. And for the people walking in darkness, a light has come. What a thing that we can celebrate. What a thing that we can celebrate because it has been a dark year, a difficult year, deep darkness. Let me tell you about Buzz. I'm going to do the sales pitch. I, I worked for Disney Store and, and in many ways growing up as a Disney fan, you might be surprised by that, I don't know. Um, oh. So good. It's so good. Um, there's all sorts that you can do. There are all sorts of things. Okay, shh. There are all sorts of things that I had. To, I was encouraged to sell, like Little Mermaid 2 pre-sale on DVD. That I was like, encouraged to sell working at the Disney store that I just had no heart about. But when it came to a certain number of products, this guy, I'm going to have to turn him off now because he is stealing my thunder. Hey, shh. This guy is just so good. I, I was happy to fly this guy around the Disney store and sell different parts of him. I was so excited. I just thought, there's just so much about him that's brilliant. Look at that. And then when you fly him around, he makes the noises. Has anyone else had a Buzz Lightyear? Am I preaching to the choir here? Yeah, thank you, Tim. Yeah. Brilliant presence. Brilliant. Um, I, I didn't ever actually get one for Christmas or a birthday. It never happened. And it's only actually recently that I think someone had been done with Buzz, had had all the, the, the time he wanted, and actually was passing him on, didn't want it. So we received this Buzz, but he wasn't working, put new batteries in, and he wasn't working. So he just sat lying around for a long time in our house. And then one moment when I had a little bit of time, I've got four kids, seven and under, so it doesn't happen often. I just thought, do you know what? I am going to get to sorting Buzz out. 
So I got bicarbonate of soda, I did some YouTubing, I got some cotton buds and I got into the battery compartment and started clear, cleaning it out. I sorted the wings out, I started looking at it. And then finally, after I dried it out and all sorts of different things, go on YouTube if you want to check out how to rescue an old toy. I put some batteries in and he came to life. And I was just thrilled. And then my kids were thrilled. Uh, and it was, it was like Christmas morning for me. The Christmas morning I never had. Thank you, Mom. Um, <laughs> whew, tough year for her. Um, there's a verse in the Bible that says, that For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. For the joy set before him. Now, I've fast-forwarded a little bit from baby Jesus to the Jesus who, who died on a cross for all our mess and our brokenness and all the darkness. He conquered darkness in that moment. But it's because he knew you, connected with him, was such a special, precious thing. That's why he came to earth in the first place. That's why he came down to mess. If we could have the second N.T. Wright quote, Jamie. That's why he came into the mess of our world, because he wanted to be God with us. This is a, a quote from a theologian. It says, no point in arriving in comfort when the world is in misery. No point having an easy life when the world suffers violence and injustice. If he is to be man, Emmanuel, God with us, he must be with us where the pain is. And we're not just celebrating a baby who was born today, but we're celebrating a God who was willing to die because he knew the joy of being connected with you. He knew what it looked like to rescue you from darkness. And he knew what a gift this baby born, boy born would be, a light in darkness. I have needed that more than ever this year, an anchor in who God is so that my soul isn't just tossed about by the waves and every change in lockdown or not lockdown. If, that, if that's new news to you, I would love to encourage you to explore more about who Jesus is. Ask the people who brought you. Have a conversation with someone. Go on an alpha course. Just say to God right now, God, if this is real, I, I want in. I want to know what it meant for you to be born, what it meant for you to die for me so that I could be rescued. But maybe that's not new for you. And even this year, it's been really hard. Well, we're going to kind of mix in our, we, we, like to, we believe in a, a God who cares for us in this now. And I, I want to pray for a couple of us. I didn't, I didn't know that um, Tim and Hills were going to be praying through uh, those four names of God that we look at in the passage we've been looking at. But I, I just want to spend a little moment on each one and encourage you to just reflect on whether it's, that's something that you need to connect with. Maybe this year you've had relationships that you've relied on and you've lost them or you've not been able to connect with them. Maybe the family members that you weren't able to see or find support with in lots of different ways. Well, today, the light for you in darkness is an everlasting father. It's a relationship that is forever. I wonder if that's you. I'm just going to take a moment to pray. I'd love it if, if that's you. We're going to go through these and pray at each one. If, if, you, if you have struggled, if, if the changes in relationships this year have made life really hard for you, why don't you just put your hand on your heart and I'm going to pray for you. So, Everlasting Father, I pray for every person with their hand on their heart in this room and watching online. I pray that they would know you as a father who holds them, not just holds them, but knows them. 
would they know the everlasting Father this morning? And in all the people that they can't see or aren't going to see again, would you be a very present help in times of trouble? Holy Spirit, come and minister. I wonder if this year you felt soul stuck. I've had so many conversations with people who have felt stuck at different points over this year. Maybe you felt soul stuck, not knowing what to do. Well, this passage again reminds us that there is a wonderful counsellor. There is a wonderful counsellor who will be able to speak into your heart. who will be able to cut through right to the heart of what you need to hear. If that's you, why don't you put your hand on your heart. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for us in the building. I'm going to pray for us watching online. Jesus, I pray for everyone this morning who feels soul stuck. Feels like they've discovered some stuff under the surface that's difficult or just tired and weary and ankerless. Lord, I want to pray that you would be our counselor, that you would be wonderful in this moment, that you would be the light in our deep darkness. expect this might be for many of us. I wonder if you feel weak. The events of 2020 have left you feeling weak. Well, we have a mighty God, a mighty God who is able to not only create the world but redeem the world. That's why he sent his son. If you're feeling weak, like you don't have what it takes for all that you need to do this coming year or even just to get out of bed, literally, Maybe you want to put your hand on your heart and I'm going to pray.